Hello and welcome to another episode of the Wisdom of Friends podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. This is a podcast where you get to learn more about your friends and community, their wisdom, their trials and tribulations, timeless insights and their secrets. Now, let's get into the show. Please welcome your host, Cal Aras. Hello, uh, friends. Welcome to uh, another season and episode of Wisdom of Friends Show. I'm your host, Cal Ross. And today I am super excited and delighted to be introducing to a very special guest. And the guest is my 14-year-old niece, Pearl Kolwalker. She's a child prodigy who recently won the highest honor, the President's Medal, India's National Award winner for children in 2020 from the Honorable President of India, Ramnath Kovind, for excellence in sports. Pearl is a champion at sailing, skiff, as well as windsurfing, and she aims to represent India at the Asian level in the near future. She also won accolades from the Honorable Prime Minister of India, Narendra Modi, for her achievements. Friends, in this episode, uh, Pearl and I talk about the qualities of grit, excellence, and hard work to succeed at the highest levels. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. So without further ado, let's welcome the one and only Pearl Kolwalker. All right. Good morning, Paul. Welcome to the Wisdom of Friends show. I'm so excited and I'm so delighted that we have you on the show. First of all, let me say congratulations on winning the Pradhan Mantri Rashtriya Ball Puraskar Award for 2020 from none other than Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the President of India. That's so awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that is so great. And I, not only that you're my niece, I'm so proud of you because, you know, you not only made the family proud, you made uh, India proud, you made like all the young kids who are listening to this interview and watching you are going to be so inspired by your accomplishments. So congratulations. It's so, so amazing. And uh, yeah, so let's uh, dive right into it. So let me you know, one of the things, uh, one of the ways uh, we start off our show is by asking our guest a simple but profound question, and that is, what's your favorite quote or what's your favorite phrase that you uh, like to, uh, you know, remember or you like to practice or you like to say to yourself? So um, my favorite Quote is uh, failure is the pillar of success. I like so. that. Why did you pick that quote? Why do you? Uh, what's so important to you about that? Because um, without failures, you're never going to um, like know what's your fault. What What are your faults? What are your flaws? So. Got it. No, that's so great. You know, uh, the the thing about failure is usually. <clears throat> There is nothing called failure, right? It's always feedback because every time you want to get better and better, you have to go through the obstacles and the challenges because it gives you more important information that you may be missing or lacking. And as you get more of that information, you keep getting better at it. I really like what you just said. So tell me where do you live and uh, 
and uh, who who all uh, are in your family? I mean, I know the answer, but let's uh, share it with uh, the audience here who are listening. So you live in Goa with uh, your mom and dad, right? And my grandmom. And your grandmom. And, uh, and tell me, how old are you? I'm 14. You're I just 14. turned 14. That's so great. And then uh, what school do you go to? I go to Shada Mandir. Cool, and that's in Goa, right? Yep, that's, that's in Miramar. That's in the beach. Miramar. That's so great. Yeah, Miramar used to be my favorite place when I used to live in Goa. Uh, you know, me and uh, your granddad, actually. When I was a little kid, your granddad and I, we used to actually walk to the beach every morning for a nice little walk. Uh, and it was used to be like one of the best times I, you know, I had and I used to cherish. And I love your grandma's cooking. She is amazing. <laughs> and that's Thank so you. good. So, let me start off by asking you, Paul. Uh, how did you get interested in skiff sailing? So, what made you pick that sport versus any other sport? Well, um, basically, uh, skiff sailing is meant for uh, seventeen to nineteen year old, uh, nineteen year olds. Um, so, I am a person who really loves challenges. And I used to participate in championships from the Navy. So I used to always marvel the 29er. And whenever I used to see it, I, I, I would always wish to sail it. So uh, then when I got the opportunity to sail it, uh, when I could, uh, when I had done all the boats, like, um, good, then I, when I got the opportunity to sail it, I was, I took it. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. Do you, Paul, do you remember like the first time you actually uh, went on a sailboat? Like, do you recall that moment, the first time? Where was the first time that you actually experienced it? Do you remember anything? Yeah. Okay, so basically that day was a really bad day. (laughs) I capsized about, I don't know, 25 times. I couldn't stand on that boat because it's really unstable. It's like a plate. So... If you put your leg on this side, then you fall. If you put your leg on the other side, you fall. So it was really. Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's so awesome. So, so you said you practice with the Navy. How did you? Uh, what did you learn from uh, doing your, uh, you know, uh, training and practice with the Indian Navy? What was that experience like for you? It was quite a good experience because in the Navy, um, you can't cry you can't be sad i mean you can't just crib over things like if you get a small cut or something then they and if you start crying then it, they start giving you weird faces and stuff but yeah <laughs> so it's it's really but it just made me tougher which and uh, yeah it was a really good experience with the navy no, that is so great. And uh, really, congratulations on winning the Youngest Sailing Award in Hyderabad. So uh, was that your first uh, competition that you participated in? Or was that like, uh, that came afterwards? That was, that was my second competition. Oh, that was your second competition. Okay. So where was the first one? So the first one was in the National Defense Academy, Pune. 
So the championship was National Defense Academy Enterprise Sailing Championship 2017, where I received the youngest girl helm award. Wow, that's so awesome! So after that, you decided to participate in uh, the the championship yeah, in Hyderabad. Yeah, Multi-class regatta in Hyderabad, where I received yeah. the youngest. Award. You won the youngest sailing award. So tell me about this uh, competition. How many people participate? Uh, what was that like for you when you went to uh, when you went to Hyderabad to uh, participate and compete in that race? Uh, you know, were you nervous? Were you uh, excited? Were you looking forward to it? I was pretty nervous. I was pretty nervous because it was just my second championship, and the winds were pretty strong in Hyderabad. so i wasn't really confident like i could go there and um, sail in those strong winds because the this boat i was sailing was not of my age and it was a senior multi class regatta mm. so basically i was uh, too young for it and i was the helm so basically i was the one giving orders and instructions to my crew um i had pretty bad scenarios in hyderabad like i capsized once and i hurt my nose because i was catapulted and um that was pretty hilarious because uh it was all there were all media the, the media had had come in the water so they recorded my capsize because it was the it was one of the most uh, horrible capsizes and uh, because i i was actually thrown like a ball <laughs> from here on the boom and yeah it was really bad but i made it on the i made the headlines in the newspaper the next day <laughs> <laughs> now that you know these these experiences after a while when you look back as you grow older you know these are fun moments you know these are moments where it's uh, it makes your memory uh, even these are like wonderful memories to cherish right it doesn't matter what how it all went down or if it was a capsizing moment or if it was something uh, hilarious it all ends up being something magical and i'm so glad that you are experiencing some amazing emotions and wonderful memories at such a young age that's so great uh now you're also the member of the national yacht club of india right yep the yeah. yi yachting association of india right so tell me about that uh, association so uh what do you have to do to become a member and what are the benefits of becoming a member of the yacht club of india uh basically you need to be a member of the yacht uh, of uh, yai uh, to participate in any championship so without being a yai member you cannot participate in championships uh, okay. in ranking national ranking championships okay and do you uh, yeah that's that's so great and then uh, what's your uh what's your f- favorite competition so far like of all the races you've competed in which one was your most favorite and uh, what did you like about that um my most favorite one was the 29er um nationals because i got a sail in really huge waves about 3 meter high uh, the waves were about 3 meters high and uh, it was a great experience because i could compete with people who are like really old compared to me so yeah and i had a lot of fun because it's just the thrill you get while sailing that boat 
<laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. I'm so glad that you're also having fun along the way because, you know, most of the time, and I talk to these uh, Olympians and, you know, I've had some uh, really world-class champions on the show. And one of the things that that sets them apart from everybody else is that they, they make sure they have fun in the process. You know, they, they have this practice, which is a grind, but they also find that inner drive, the inner inspiration to keep themselves motivated. And so I wanted to talk to you about that as well, because this kind of sport requires a lot of grit, right? It's not easy to do at a, such a young age, such a tender age to go into those uh, rough seas and, uh, you know, compete with all the dolls. And you've done that. That's such a marvelous uh, accomplishment. So let me, uh, so people who are listening to this, Pural, and may not have had any exposure to sailing or, you know, they may be participating in any other sports. So what's it like? What's your preparation like? So walk us through the day of the competition, right? What do you do to prepare your mindset? How do you prepare for the race? And what exactly goes on? Like give us like a high level overview of what it's like. Um, Sometimes uh, when I have my coach with me, um, there are coach boats in the water which are allowed to come so after every race there are coaches who go and um, tell the mistakes of the sailors or what all they did and uh, but like um, in my case I never really had a coach board behind me so um, it was all me by myself and in the water and uh, I was always the helm and always giving instructions if it's a double handler and if it's a single handler taking my own decisions and um, doing it as per the decisions so yeah it's pretty uh, you you get really nervous at the start line because there are like um, a lot of boats and it's like Everyone's screaming, shouting, uh, starboard, port, and it's it's really crazy. But once you start, and then every you have to struggle to get the good position in the start line, push your way through, bang a few boats, and uh, get your way through. Then there are people who go above the start line, uh, and then they have to come back and go back again, or they are disqualified in certain scenarios. So, yeah, it's pretty uh, competitive if you go, uh, like, the start line, I think, uh, uh, in the whole race, the most competitive part of the race is the start line. Mm, I can imagine, yeah, it must be total chaos at the beginning, but once you get through that, it seems like uh, then you get into the zone, right? Uh, Once you're in the middle of it. Uh, You know, we've all had these uh, coaches and mentors in our lives, you know, who made really made a big difference for us in whatever field that might be, right? If somebody is uh, working in the area of business or somebody who's uh, studying for the exams or, you know, we have teachers, we have coaches if you're in sports. So they play such a significant role in our lives because they help us see things that we normally would not uh, with our conscious mind because they can see our blind spots They can help us see what our strengths are. So who's your coach and uh, what kind of an impact has the coach had on you and your success? Well, my mentor in sailing is uh, Commander S.P. Singh, sir. Um, I have never gone for a race without talking to him before because uh, he is... He has always been with me from the start in my whole sailing 
Karya, but yeah, so. No, that I, is so great, so great. Yes. And my and my and my mentor and windsurfing is my coach, Derek Manesis. Uh, so I would, and I he is my inspiration also because um, he's an amazing windsurfer, and I would wish to be like him one day. That is so great. What what is about uh, Commander uh, SP saying that you admire and you like? What are, what are the things that he tells you that inspires you? Well, um, he is, he always motivates me. Every time I'm down, um, every time I have done, I have not done good in a race or every time I feel I cannot do something, some step that I cannot do, he always motivates me and he always boosts up my confidence. And I end up doing it. <laughs> no, that is so great. And then, you know, just for the audience who are listening to this, Pearl Kowalker is only 14 years old. And this is just incredible. So, Pearl, I want to switch gears here and ask you about, you know, what are your hobbies other than sailing? What are some of the things you, uh, you know, which is your favorite hobbies and interests? What do you like to do uh, besides sailing? Well, um, I play the guitar, the piano, then I love learning languages and I know a little bit of German and a little bit of Portuguese. And yeah, and I, I play at different sports like basketball, table tennis, badminton. So yeah, that is I love reading books. That's awesome. Yeah, I've just started listening to Portuguese and uh, trying to pick up a few words here. Obrigado and obrigada, right? <laughs> obrigado, no, obrigado. Yeah, there, there we go. That's so great. Uh, and then uh, the other thing is, uh, who's your uh, best friend in, uh, at school at, uh, you know, or you play with normally? Well, my best friend is Shorya. Uh, she has always been with me since I was little. So, yeah. That's great. What she do you like also, about Sharia? Um, normally, uh, the rest of the people, like the rest of my the ch- ch- uh, the children of my age, um, don't really motivate me into going. And um, sometimes I am made fun of and stuff like that. But she's the only one who accepts me the way I am. And yeah, mm, that's so beautiful. And Good she motivates. And she motivates me a lot whenever right. I go windsurfing. So, oh, that's yeah. so awesome, uh, Pearl. And uh, so here's another question for you. What would you like to be when you grow up in the future? Uh, what do you think your life will look like in the future? Um, I would like to be a doctor. Mm. Uh, but like my dad, a gynac. But I also would like to be a sports person, an athlete when I grew up. One of my favorite ways to spread the message of a mission here at Wisdom of Friends is through speaking. Over the last two years, I've delivered keynotes and workshops at professional associations, small and large companies, on topics related to engineering happiness, how to boost productivity, employee engagement, and workforce stability for bottom line results, and the science of happiness and the art of fulfillment. So if you think 
I'll be a fit for your upcoming event and want to learn more, visit the speaking link at wisdomoffriends.net and get in touch. Again, it's the speaking link at wisdomoffriends.net. So, yeah. That's great. That's so great. Uh, why a doctor? Is there any particular reason besides your dad's a doctor? Is there anything that inspires you about the medical profession? Um, I love helping people and being a doctor is going to help me do that. No, that is, uh, that is so great. Now, here's a, here's a fun question, okay? Um, if you could change your name to something totally different, let's say, okay, what would you change it to, like a new name for yourself and what would it be? Actually, I really love my name. <laughs> it, I love it, it too. <laughs> So I don't think I want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, that's so great, so great. And then, uh, what's your what's your favorite place to travel? Have you been to like all over India for all your competitions? And what's been your most favorite place so far? Well, um, the best seas are in Chennai because you have those rough, huge waves, the ocean swells. But if you ask me, like in general, which is which place I would want to go, then it would be Maldives. Mm. But now with the Corona, we can't. <laughs> yeah, not, so, nobody can. Yeah, that's true. With all the pandemic, it's going to be a little while before we can all travel. But yes, yep. yeah, I've heard Maldives is beautiful. Have you been there? I haven't been there yet. I haven't been there, but I want to go there, and I yeah, want to sail over there. Oh, that would be nice, huh? That would be great. Um, no, that's so great. So the next thing I want to pull, I want to talk to you about is, you know, the day when you got the award from Prime Minister and the President of India. You know, you uh, you and your dad uh, and your mom, were, you know, went to New Delhi, the capital of India, and there was at the Rashtrapati Bhavan, which is the President's house. And it's a huge ceremony, right? People from all over India who have done amazing accomplishments, they get felicitated during that day. So walk us through that journey. So what time, when did you guys leave Goa and when did you fly to uh, Delhi? Where did you guys stay? What was that experience like? Okay, so this is a pretty long narration. Yes, I'm yeah. all ears. I want to hear about it. It's so exciting. Yeah. So we reached Delhi uh, on the 21st. It was me and my mom. And uh, we took a cab to the Ashoka where the government had booked a reservation for us. It was in my name. But yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, that was the funniest part. Uh, and uh, the moment I went into the, the moment we entered the hotel, there was this huge poster of uh, me and there were five of us the five of the 49 were chosen to be put on the uh, to uh, be displayed on the poster so i was the first among them so the moment i saw it i just burst into tears and it was so um i was so excited and i was like i could not i couldn't believe it and yeah the the first day that was that was the main thing that happened uh, then we went for the briefing because uh, briefing isn't on time and this and that. So then in the morning, then the next day, we had a report at 8 o'clock in the lobby. So from there, we were taken by the bus. Um, 
so all the sawaris were in one bus and the parents were in the other bus and we were taken to rashtrapati bhavan we reached the rashtrapati bhavan at 9 um so i was the first person to enter the rashtrapati bhavan and it was uh, it's one of the be- most beautiful places i've ever seen mm. and i the moment we went into the darbar hall um we were told to sit in our designated seats and uh, then they took us into a conference room they show they took us into the ashoka hall which is the most beautiful room in the rashtrapati bhavan over there um, they uh, made us stand in order so that like they because the before the for the picture of the president uh, the honorable president uh, so yeah we stood there then we came back then we went to the conference room where um, we spoke with the vice president of india and uh, then we had an interaction with the last year's awardees and um, then we had a rehearsal um, with another person uh, who sat on the uh, who uh, was giving us the medals uh, so so that we all go on time and we don't uh, mess it up and uh, then we were all silent and the president the honorable president of india enters with a procession and the moment was so solemn we all stood up and um they walked through the aisle uh, he walks through the aisle and he goes and stands uh, next to his throne in front of his throne and then the national anthem plays and the moment was so solemn like it was it was amazing and then one by one we all sat, we all sat down and then one by one uh, they called our audience when it was my turn i was so nervous i <laughs> i was fumbling and everything but yeah so then uh, we she uh, the person the announce uh, the person was announcing she read the citation and then i walked ahead when my name was called and yeah it was really amazing and the next day we had a rehearsal of the republic day parade uh and then we had an interaction with the uh, uh, honorable women and child ministers uh, smriti rani yeah so she she is a really nice person and uh, she was really fun to talk to she she was joking with us and i know it's it's really um yeah it was fascinating and i it was like a really memorable experience and always whenever she she met us a lot of times uh, even at the pm house so she she interacted with us she interacted with us like very friendly she was like really friendly and then she was cracking jokes so yeah it was really nice and then we had some interviews and this and that and then we went then the next day was the day we went to the pm house uh so we reached the pm house it was all security this that and then we all entered and it was then we all were made to rehearse everything like how we rehearsed in um, the rashtrapati bhavan and then uh, pm modi the honorable prime minister of india walks in narendra modi ji and uh, yeah that moment also was really solemn and then he he also was really friendly with us he was joking with us but 
all his jokes had a me uh, had a very 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 important meaning mm. and um, he was uh, conveying very very important mes- messages to us and yeah so he was asking us questions and we were talking and yeah it was it was pretty it was really good and then on the 25th we had a delhi darshan where they all took us to uh, look around delhi and on the 26th was the republic day in the morning we all got up at 6 it was freezing cold we woke up at 5 and then we had we had to report at 6 so it was freezing cold all of us with thermals and mufflers and this and that and yeah and then we reached the uh, we reached the rajpath at 7 and then we were all waiting for the whole parade to go because we were towards the end so we could see the parade going ahead of us and then we then afterwards when we turned and yeah it was it was really good beautiful that's so amazing and so congratulations you know this is once in a lifetime moment that very few people like you know if you think about it well it's like more than a billion people in india right and out of that 1 billion plus people you know you were chosen to represent uh you know all the young girls and women and all the citizens of the country to receive that award from the honorable president of india the honorable prime minister modi of india what a huge accomplishment it's really really amazing and uh i'm so proud of you not only as your uncle but just that you know what you've done for the country uh, and you know you become a role model for people who are actually growing up now they're going to be looking at you and saying wow she's done that she's accomplished it so it's possible it will open a whole another realm of possibilities for uh, not only for young adults but even older adults because they can look at it and say Ah, look at that tenacity! Look at that determination! Look at that grit of girl. Such a young child at fourteen, and you know she's accomplished all this. So we have the possibility. We can take inspiration from her. We made a huge, huge contribution to society. So I want to go back there uh, in your sharing there. I really loved what you shared, girl. And uh, so you know, I remember uh, you said like. Uh, And when you walked in and you saw those big holdings of yourself and that brought you to tears what about that moment brought you to tears what what made you uh teary eyed um i couldn't believe the fact that that was me on the poster and i was i was just shocked at the moment and i just couldn't understand what to do and then i, I could not laugh i could not cry and i was like okay what am i supposed to do and then i just realized that i started crying when <laughs> i mm, no that's so great no no i can imagine it's unbelievable right it's like because when you see yourself being uh felicitated at such a highest levels and that too in the capital of the country uh that is such a major accomplishment and it can be overwhelming and it can be uh unbelievable too no that's so great So you mentioned that uh uh, uh Smriti Irani was so friendly and jovial when she was talking to you guys what was what were some of the conversations you had with her what did she uh, uh talk to you guys about and uh, what was the interaction like um 
she was uh, really friendly with us like she always she used to crack a lot of jokes uh, especially jokes about her serial um i can't really remember the name of that serial but i think jab saas bhi kabhi bahut thi or something That's like that yeah yeah she was cracking a lot of jokes with us about that serial of hers and then she was talking about avengers marvel yeah so it was it was really fun and the the amazing fact is that she remembered every single person's name wow and from which state they are and she was talking to every single one with their state language like with a bengali she used to talk she was talking bengali then uh, with me she spoke marathi because she did not know konkani so but yeah no that so, is great and uh, you know i've uh, watched some of her uh, interviews on on youtube and all she's a dynamic and a powerful lady and really a truly an yeah. inspiration and then the other thing you mentioned too was i'm curious uh, you're meeting with honorable prime minister narendra modi you know we all know what a what a towering personality he is right he is uh, one of those greatest leaders the country has had uh, in a long long time and uh, you know he's such a principled man he is uh, highly spiritual and i want to admire about him is is his uh, commitment for the nation's glory and uh, and the discipline with which he uh, uh, you know acts and and really his commitment to humanity and society so tell me like your interaction with him you said that you know he was being friendly but every conversation you had with him was had deeper meaning right it wasn't just a normal conversation so what were some of the conversations that he talked to you guys about that left an impression on you well he was giving us a lot of advice um like he was joking with us but he was trying to tell us uh, like um this is he was like aap aasman mein chaloge like are you uh, i aap thoda upar chaloge ghar ja ke so then um so yeah and then then we, uh, the meaning is are you going to like uh, stop being humble and you're going to get an attitude then we were like nahi sir nahi sir <laughs> and then yeah but then he was actually telling us a lot of things like um a whole lot of it and he he actually like really joke aap kitne baar din mein pasina aapko kitne baar din mein pasina aata hai so like the meaning is like how how hard do you work i mean yeah yeah so. now that is great and i think uh, yeah i mean two things right it's like leadership and championship and no matter how what great accomplishments we achieve it's so important to be humble and to have that humility and uh, that's definitely a very important lesson for all of us and and then the other thing is about hard work and determination you know championships don't uh, happen without all the blood sweat and tears you put into it it's the hard work it's the passion the drive the hunger to win the gold medal or the championship you know all of that factors in you know absolutely and uh, that's what makes uh, someone a champion and pearl you are a champion you are you're like uh, one of the shining uh, light of this uh, society at this young age so that's so great 
So we're going to switch gears here and we're going to get into something called the rapid fire round. And this is where I'm going to ask you a bunch of really fun little questions and it's your first response that comes to your mind. Okay. So my first question to you is, Pearl, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So do you believe in magic? Nope. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. The next one is what color describes you best? Blue. Blue. Okay. It's my favorite color, so. It's your yeah. favorite color. Got it. Who's your favorite music band? I don't really have a favorite music band, but I do have a couple of singers. Camila Cabello, Shawn Mendes, Justin Bieber. Yeah. All right. Good. Now, here's another question. Through all of this experience, at this tender age, Pearl, what was the single most valuable thing you've learned? Well, I have learned that whatever, like through sailing teaches you a lot of things. And one of the most important thing is that whatever life throws at you, you're supposed to accept it with open arms. Because um, in sailing, we get, uh, it's, uh, it's unpredictable while you're in the water. Sometimes you suddenly get a really strong gust of wind and then you end up capsizing and you're in the middle of a race and people are going ahead of you. And at that moment, some people tend to give up. But it's not always you might get a wind shift that, that's going to that's gonna help you uh, once you make your boat a pride and go. And then you might end up coming in a good position, getting your yeah. position back. So you never know what life has for you and you have to always accept everything with open arms. That is, uh, that's really such an important message, Pearl. Uh, here's another one. If you could be any animal, what would you be? A dolphin. <laughs> A dolphin. <laughs> yeah. That's so nice. Okay, here's another question. The five most important things in life, according to you, Pearl. Time. Food and water, family and friends. Mm, I like that. Family and friends as well. Absolutely. And then uh, one final question within the rapid fire round. And that is, if you could ask God one question, what would it be? I have no clue. But... Uh, <laughs> well, that's crazy. a fair answer. Most of us probably don't. <laughs> So that's, that's great. That's all right. Okay, great. So let's move on to the final section. And I have like one, uh, three final questions for you. And that is, uh, what are you looking forward to in the next six months or the next year? Well, I am looking forward to getting my, um, to being better at whatever I've been surfing because right now I'm windsurfing, I'm not sailing. Um, I'm doing windsurfing right now. So I want to become better and and I want to get into, like, I really want to go for the Asian Games uh, in windsurfing. So, yeah. That is wonderful. Really wonderful. I'm so, uh, you know, so happy about that, that you've taken on another challenge in your life at this age. And uh, you like challenges, as you said. So, you know, enjoy the journey. I'm so happy for you. Uh, Three things you're grateful for in life. 
uh, one or three things you're grateful for? The one thing that I'm grateful for is um, that I have really loving parents and a really loving grandma uh, who's, who are always taking care of me, always motivating me and always pushing me to go ahead and that I and always making me believe that I can do it. I can do whatever I can do it. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, uh, your mom's my sister and, uh, you know, I've known her like since, uh, you know, since ever. But, uh, you know, I mean, their commitment to you, your grandmother's commitment to you, your dad's commitment to your success is so inspiring. You know, it's not only, uh, you know, all of this would not have been possible too without their encouragement, their uh, motivation, their, you know, the sacrifices. No, it's absolutely uh, just wonderful that, you know, you have had such such a beautiful environment around you to help succeed and excel at such at a highest level. So that's so great. Uh, so one thing that uh, Paul, I would like to acknowledge you for is, uh, you know, it's it's very rare that people dream about aspiring to be the greatest in their lives. But it's wanting to not only just aspire, but to follow through on that and put in the blood, sweat, and tears, put in the hard work, and yet be so uh, humble with this process. And you've done all of that. And most, what's strikingly unbelievable and incredible is you doing this at a very young age. And, you know, this is a story that people are going to remember for a long, long time because you've you've kind of been a trailblazer for so many uh, younger generations who are going to be following in your footsteps. So kudos to you and congratulations to you and keep up this good work because, you know, the sky is the limit of what you can do and what you can be. And uh, I'm just waiting to hear about all your other accomplishments that's going to come down the pipeline. So, so excited for you. So happy for you. So one final question, and this is how we, wrap up all our interviews, Pearl, and by asking our guests a simple question, and that is, why do you think people should listen to the wisdom of friends? Um, getting to know about other people's success will motivate you because uh, then you, you would strive to be like them or you would always try, try harder and try harder and it, it will be, then they will know that it is possible. It's not impossible. Everything is possible. Yes, everything is possible. Where there's a will, there's a way. I love that answer. Thank you, Pearl. Again, thank you uh, for all our listeners. Uh, everybody who's listening with that, we'll wrap it up. And if you like what you heard, please share and don't be shy. Thanks for listening to the Wisdom of Friends show with Carla Rass. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to wisdomoffriends.net to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. We hope you'll pass along our web address, wisdomoffriends.net, to your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our archive section on the website for previous episodes and subscribe on iTunes. Rate and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank, Thank you. you. This has been a seven and Symphonies production. Join us next time for another edition of The Wisdom of Friends.